This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. I'm thrilled to introduce our next guest now, uh, John Haugen, Vice President and General Manager of General Mills Venture Arm 301 Inc. John, thank you so much for joining me today. I can't wait to hear about uh, how you're investing in the future of food. Thanks, Randy. It's great to be on your program today. Uh, what what have the last few months looked like for you, John? Wow. I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, probably even before we go back to the last few months, we have to back up even further than that, right? Because, you know, um, food is such a powerful part of culture. And, um, you know, what we have seen uh, over the last number of years and in many ways has, has changed somewhat and, and in other ways has accelerated with COVID. But frankly, you know, we've been in the midst of a lot for a while here with a rapid evolution in consumer food values and tastes and preferences. And, you know, I think, uh, I think Dan Barber just did a great job of articulating some of those things. But, you know, what we saw um, and what really led to the work that we do in 301 Inc. is understanding the pace of change, rapid pace of change in the food industry, and uh, that we wanted to find to get on the front lines and really to tap into that energy and that passion and that authenticity of these early stage uh, businesses and founders, uh, but then be able to combine that with um, being able to invest directly in those companies, but also provide them with some of the tools and skills and capabilities. And so um, that's the work we've been doing, um, you know, and I think Clearly, a lot of that has been impacted in a, in a variety of different ways um, as people have adjusted to the COVID environment. But that's the great thing about food is because, you know, food is always going to be a part of culture because it's, you know, food has a, certainly a physical sustenance component of how we live our lives. But we also know that people cope with life from a, a, a mental and emotional way through how they express that through food. And so, you know, we've, we've been kind of monitoring and following that you know, before COVID, but also during COVID as well. It certainly has been uh, the savior of my mental, emotional and and coping health for sure. Um, John, I'm curious, um, what were some of the trends that you were really excited about in the food industry going into COVID and how has some of the uh, philosophy changed around what you're looking at investing in? Yeah, no, it's great. So, you know, what we had been seeing, um, you know, going into COVID for, for a considerable amount of time really is, you know, the way consumers thinking about food and food experiences, uh, we know that they want their food to work harder. We know that they, they're looking for foods that are more naturally nutrient dense. Uh, we know the nature of occasions is blurring. You know, people, uh, you know, don't sit down necessarily and eat three square meals of the day. So, you know, thinking about mini meals, thinking about um, how they are incorporating different types of snacking. And we think about um, protein snacking and how that's referenced um, certainly is a way to, to, is an example of that. Um, they're thinking about foods that have really tangible benefits, foods that have probiotic benefits. And thinking about that, we've certainly seen a lot about um, better understanding of health delivered through uh, the gut or the, the microbiome. And so we thought about that. Um, you know, obviously, a, a significant shift for a variety of reasons, to plant-based nutrition, um, whether it's uh, concerns for the environment, um, health conditions, et cetera. 
Uh, but then I think in, in, in something that COVID has really redefined in front of our eyes is just the nature of how people interact with food, the nature of how they buy food, um, the rise of digital e-commerce, et cetera. I mean, all those things were, were, were definitely on the move prior to COVID and have only certainly significantly accelerated since. Uh, did I read you invest in a line of plant-based seafood products recently? Am I making did, that up? Yes. Ah, okay. Yes, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, I think um, so. So first of all, um, plant-based is a key uh, platform. It's not the only platform that we're really following here in Three Own Inc. But you know, I'd say a handful of our investments are focused on plant-based. Whether it's a brand like No Cow with plant-based uh, protein bars. Um, you know, we were an early investor in a company called Beyond Meat, which was the first kind of real mm, foray into congratulations. Uh, kind of next generation of, of meat. Um, Kite Hill is a really exciting uh, plant-based dairy platform that we have. And so we've been thinking about that. I think, you know, a lot has been um, published and discussed around the methane gases from livestock and, and some of the, the challenges. Uh, on the environment from that perspective. But, you know, what's lesser known, and I think we're going to continue to find more about, is the stress on our oceans and, and uh, you know, the, the, the work that's being done to sort of address sustainability issues there. And, and that's what really led us to get excited about Good Catch, which is the, one of our more recent investments and is just starting to hit the shelves now. Uh, because when you think about, um, you know, just the sustainable seafood challenges, um, we think that this is a great way to uh, p- provide a plant-based alternative for consumers in that area. Mm. I, I love that so much. And I uh, thank you for being on the right side of history in all of this. Um, John, I'm very curious, um, is, has anything surprised you about how people are eating or what's been happening with supply chains in the food industry during this pandemic? And, and how, how are you thinking about the future? Well, I mean, you know, I, I think... The, the first observation that I had, it just probably, you know, because, you know, while I lead an investment fund for General Mills, I'm also a consumer myself. And so I think, you know, personally, I kind of went into this and, you know, for the first probably month or two months, it was sort of like, I think we all sat back and sort of sort of like, you know, wake me up when this is over. <laughs> and so after we sort of got through the first few months and here we are now kind of in month five. You know, I know for, for me personally, but also as we're talking to the brands that are that, that we support in the, in the industry, is this is uh, it, 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 it's sort of like saying I'm going to start exercising next month is, you know, don't wait for next month. This is what it is. Right. And so clearly we've seen a, a, a recentering around home and home experiences. Um, I think people, you know, for a while kind of maybe took their eye off the ball a little bit on 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 health and wellness. And then they realized that, you know, because this is going to be how we're going to be living for a period of time, I have to rethink some of the, the daily regimens that I, uh, that I have in terms of my diet and my physical activity. And they've had to kind of rewrite their own personal manuals in terms of how they live, you know, and it hasn't been certainly, uh, it's been challenging in many ways, but obviously uh, the other upside is that people are rediscovering food experiences and some of those sort of nostalgic moments and 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 togetherness that um, I mean, food is such a great um, it, it, uh, community builder. You know, I mean, you know, we we all remember we went to uh, we went to a big family event. What did you have? You had a potluck or some type of a thing. And food always brings people together. And I think as we're now refocused and recentered 
on spending more time at home and with family and rediscovering how important that is, food naturally plays a role in that. And so um, it's interesting and important to know that, but, you know, also that can be combined into some modern modern solutions in terms of, okay, think about ease of prep, think about ease of delivery, um, think about how you can help people um, with different types of menu planning, um, and then think about the digital e-commerce tools that are available to us today that, you know, wouldn't have been available 10 or 20 years ago, that as we think about sort of recreating those types of family or togetherness experiences, now we're doing it in a modern way with, with technology and solutions that we can uh, deploy probably more rapidly and more quickly than we had in the past. I love that. And uh, we were covering on the the show a few months ago at the start of the pandemic that I think the uh, spike of of bread machines like uh, went up 700 percent this year. So everyone clearly is is rediscovering, you know, what it's like to be in the kitchen and and to find that joy. John, um, in our our final moments together and for anyone who's just joining us, we're speaking with John Haugen, vice president and general manager of General Mills Venture Arm 301 Inc. They're investing in the future of food. Maybe you can talk to us a bit about how 301 Inc. works and and what your mission is, how how companies work with you. Yeah, I appreciate the question. You know, as I said before, as, as we really looked at all of the activity in food, you know, we, we wanted to find a way to harness that great brilliance and energy of early stage uh, entrepreneurs. And so, you know, two things that they need is they need investment capital to help expand their business. Uh, but then the important gap is that they, they oftentimes at that stage of develop, development, they lack the capabilities and resources and knowledge to be able to enable it. So it's one thing to have the dollars to fund it, but combined with the enablers and, and the expertise to be able to do that. And so, you know, what we talk about, you hear about people who work in this industry and you hear a lot about the term venture capital. I like to say what our aspiration is really what I call venture capable, because mm. it is that sort of direct combination of investment dollars in those brands. Um, and, you know, we usually take relatively small um, equity stakes, um, very important for us that these companies know that they're in charge of their own destiny, that they're operating their business day to day. But we're here to really help accelerate their plans and to help them successful, be successful in the long term. And so we always talk about what does it mean to be an indispensable partner for growth? And, and, um, and so we define that in ways that really help them um, with how they get their product to market. Um, and that involves a lot of things around supply chain and manufacturing and technical and logistics, but then augment that with understanding different routes to market, different channels, specific customer dynamics. How do I understand my consumer? How do I understand my brand? How do I think about where my brand can continue to expand and grow in the future? And so those are all things that we've got a team of about 20 people uh, within 301 Inc. that are really functionally disciplined and focused to helping to solve those needs on behalf of our partners. And, you know, I'm just absolutely honored uh, with the 10 brands that have entrusted us with that partnership and, and the opportunity that we have to support and work with them every day. Well, I can't wait to track the progress and I'm definitely going to, to check out Good Catch and Kite Hill and, and some of your, your other investments that you've made there. Um, John, where can people connect with you, learn more? Where can companies send you information? 
You can get us on our website at 301inc.com, and there's contact information there. And, uh, you know, we, we love to connect uh, with people who are doing amazing things in the industry, and we love to be a conduit and a resource to help, advise, to help you know, really uh, foster and help drive their growth. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Stay safe out there, and I, I hope you're making some great and delicious food at home. Thank you, Randy. Uh, very much appreciate being on your show today and all the best. Wonderful. You too. All right. Thanks so much to John Haugen, Vice President and General Manager of General Mills' Venture Arm, 301 Inc., where they're investing in the future of food. I'm your host, Randy Zuckerberg, here on Randy Zuckerberg Means Business. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 